Hi, and welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza, a 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain what's going on in the world of teenagers these days. First off, what I'm done with this week, which is really shocking to me and probably shocking to you, the internet. Not the internet as a whole, but spending a lot of time looking around on the internet. If you know me, you know I love memes. If I'm on Instagram, I'm probably looking at memes. And I also love watching videos of people doing makeup, talking about makeup, really swatching it, rubbing it on their faces, <laughs> on their fa putting it on their faces, reviewing it, talking about buying it, whatever, I'll watch it because I'm a sucker. But lately, I just haven't felt like staying online for that long. I was never one of those people who was able to sit on it for hours because I just get restless and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm looking at pictures of people doing things, I should go do things. But I have my fair share of time that I'm willing to spend on the internet. But through my work this summer, which I'm interning at this website called patch.com. One of the things I do there is I find out what's going on in our cities, in our neighborhood, in our boroughs. It's really opened my eyes to the, how much there is to do in the city. There's so much you can do in New York City that I kind of hadn't even been paying attention to. I mean, I always tried. I always tried looking on websites and finding out what it, there is to do, but I was always like, oh, there's nothing, and I'm under 21, so there's even more nothing. But it turns out there's a ton. I'm going to this thing on the High Line next week, I think it's next week anyway, where it's open late and dancers and singers and performance artists come out and perform and you get to walk around and it's just a certain number of people, but it's free. Tonight, Nick and I went to this Ghostbusters virtual reality thing, which was awesome. I would definitely recommend it. It's at Madame Tussauds. And I, I've i just really figured out that there's so much more to do than I realized and it's easy to get anywhere in New York. I don't know where you live, but I'm sure that there are things going on around you. And I just realized like I was sitting around watching TV and feeling like maybe I'm not maximizing my time, but kind of rationalizing it by saying, well, I'm going to work, and that's a lot, which is true. It is a lot, and it's hard It's hard to stay out that long. It's hard to be in an office, especially when you're not used to being in an office like I am not because I'm 17 and I go to school. But sometimes it you feel less tired and less gross when you do more, if that makes sense. You know, if I sit around all day, sometimes I'm like, well that was disgusting and I'm just gonna pass out. But if I do things, I'm like, I can do things forever. And so I've really decided that I don't want to sit around looking at websites all day, especially because part of what I do for my job is sit around looking at websites. I just, I don't wanna go to BuzzFeed or Refinery29 or whatever. I, I don't wanna go on Facebook or Instagram nearly as much because it feels so normal and it feels so routine to me. And I want my summer to be full of interesting things that I can say I did. And it's not even as in like a shameful way where I'm, I feel guilty or I feel jealous of other people. I just, I, when I sit and I watch videos for too long, I'm like, I just know that this isn't what I really want to be doing. Even though it's the easier thing, it's just not as satisfying. So I'm really obsessed with just, not in a snotty, like, ah, oh, kids these days, they're all on social media, blah, blah, get off your tech, go outside. Not like that, just in a pure... I just kind of don't feel like it anymore. There's only so much of this that I can take. There's only so much video watching, apparently, that I can take before I just start realizing that there's more that I want to do. So kind of a double, a double obsession, which is not sitting around doing nothing, doing what I would do to procrastinate during the winter. If I would do it to procrastinate during the winter, then I probably shouldn't do it now because it can't be that much fun, you know? And I'll have plenty of time to do it come fall, winter, spring. So I've just been obsessed with getting out there, and even if it's just wandering around and listening to a podcast, which I do all the time, 
if you spend long enough online looking for events in your city the way I do, you will definitely find stuff that's free and young people can do it and I just, I'm really into it. So that is that. And if you have a friend or a boyfriend or even a pet that you can drag along with you to do it, all the better. So something that I'm done with is a uh, kind of a question. It's a, it's a question and a complaint, which is companies or stores that unnecessarily have social media handles. Like I see a lot of coffee shops with Instagrams and my school library has an Instagram and a Twitter and I don't really underst- I don't understand why they do that. What do you gain from f- being a store that has followers like a small small store or even not a store like a a random place I just I don't really understand why every single business feels like they need to have a Facebook a Twitter an Instagram a Snapchat I don't really understand what that gets you and this is a real question this isn't rhetorical please email me at eliza starting at gmail if you understand I mean on the I, I guess I understand that it's better to be publicized Maybe you can do subtle advertising or not-so-subtle advertising, but I don't really understand why, you know, if you're a library or if you're a tiny cafe, why you would need an Instagram in the first place. I don't really understand how much business that can really get you. So if anyone has that or understands, I just feel like this is kind of along the lines of something I've talked about before, which is that people just assume that social media is necessary, and that if they don't have it, they're missing out on something. But I don't think that's the case. I think sometimes... You just take it a little too far, and and I don't quite understand, I just don't understand. And how many people are going to follow a school library anyway? Now my second thing that I've been obsessed with is kind of specific to me, but just thought I'd put it out there, which is, <laughs> and not to be creepy, but stalking some of you guys on Instagram because as we all know I have an Instagram for this podcast called Eliza Starting just on Instagram and a lot of you guys follow me and if I see names especially if I see names that I've gotten emails from I'm like oh my gosh this person this person is real and I get so excited um especially if you've emailed me multiple times I'll definitely notice when your name is there and stalked you so (laughs) so not to be creepy but if, if you and I have an ongoing conversation and you follow me on Instagram, I've definitely, definitely <laughs> stalked you just to be like, who is this person? I, w- I want to understand. And it's really cool. It's like, oh my gosh, real people are really talking to me. Real people are emailing me and commenting on my stuff. If, if you've commented, I've probably just been like, what does this person look like? I want to know. I want to know who's listening. And it's really, um, it's really been a blast. I've had, I've had a lot of fun figuring out who you guys are. It's awesome, and I I love getting emails, so please keep it going. And don't forget about Ask a Teenager, where if you email me having any question for me or teenagers in general, whatever, I will do my best to answer it and get help if I can't answer it personally. And look at that. I have a third obsessed with, which has been kind of an obsessed with for a week or two now, ever since I came back from Chicago for the Podcast Movement Conference, which is really terrible, cheesy mystery books. Sometimes you just have to give in to your cheesy, horrible other self. And I definitely did that the other day when I was in the airport and I was like, what do I want to do? What do I want to read? I don't know. And my mom and I went into a bookstore that they had and I was like, this is it. And it was just a cheesy mystery novel. The author's whole, the whole back cover was just the author lounging around in her like silken blouses with a bunch of jewelry on her velvet couch. That was the whole back cover. And I looked at all of her other books and she was like that in everyone, a different picture, but just like that. 
and they all have horrible taglines, horrible character names. It is the best. I definitely recommend just give in to your cheesy side, give in to your tacky side, watch horrible movies that you know are horrible, that you know you're going to love, listen to bad music, read, read stupid books that you know you're going to adore. Just do it because I think that a lot of pressure is put on us all the time to be like high-minded and, and, and uppity and listen to amazing things and really appreciate great works of art but sometimes it's way more fun to appreciate terrible works of art i mean there's a whole podcast or many podcasts in fact dedicated to appreciating terrible movies like that's a shout out to one of my favorite podcasts how did this get made in which they examine a horrible movie and just discuss it and sometimes you you don't you don't have to see it in order to understand what they're saying it's just pure fun listening to them because they're all comedians I would definitely recommend that. It's how did this get made about a movie. So there's a quick plug for them. Even if you're busy all summer and you're working and you're either at work or at home, just listen to bad music, listen to a bad podcast, watch a bad movie, read a bad book. Sometimes it's way more fun to do that. I love my terrible reality shows. I just started watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and I, it kind of took over my life a little bit. Even when I wasn't watching it, I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I kind of cut myself off for a while. I only watched season one and part of season two. But it, I was like, wow, this is really, this is getting to me. I'm starting to really think deeply about these women and about their morals. And I just, I needed a break. So I'm taking a quick breather from that. But point is, it's great. Just the same way eating bad food is good watching horrible things and listening to horrible things and reading to horrible things really can be a healing process in my opinion so that's that for this week thank you so much for listening email me at elizastarting at gmail.com if you have any questions and follow me on instagram at elizastarting come back in a week bye